Previously on Name Pending. Adventure back to the catacombs, back to the uh, place where little Pell, uh, maybe girlfriend someday of Grok here. You know, we'll we'll see we'll see how things <laughs> we'll see. plan out. We'll see. Yeah, that was uh, your name. Okay. Yeah. So little Pell took you guys to this uh, place where she saw like she claimed three ghosts. Uh, maybe a little exaggeration, as uh, you guys only came across one specter. Got your butts handed to you by him. I didn't. Uh, but you came back, you fought a floating sword, found a couple rings, and decided to call it a day. Went back to the inn. Uh, Kalesa and Grok hit it off really well, too. That's the girlfriend. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. You know, she's got a steady job already, so... You know, yeah, that's the kind of girl I'm after. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> then and then we ended the night uh, by escorting Elduin back up to bed because he had uh, one too many drinks. But I just a funeral, y'all. I just want a funeral. And I asked what love was because I had no clue. Yeah, that was weird. That was a very awkward conversation with <laughs> Kaylessa. gentlemen welcome back to the sauna my name is at dj volku and we are here to welcome you into another episode of name pending because you know it's only episode four we just told you guys in episode three send us in your twitters so we're still waiting on those we're, we're you know because we record po- so after Wait. episode six we're going to look at some of those uh but uh just want to see if any of us have any ideas to add in there uh so we're going to start off in in front of me i've got uh, we are working with JD Cola. All right, and you got any idea for a name here? I was thinking, okay, so hold on, hold on. This is really creative. It's gonna blow your mind. Go I was it. thinking, dragons and dungeons. No, nah. oh, yeah. I, that I'm, is. I think awful. it's you know it, it's got that similar but separate, but I think it's a little too similar. Two on the nose. We yep, could yep. probably get sued for that. All right, and, and to his right. My name again? Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> Dark Gear three five three. Yeah, yep, that's my name. And uh, you got an idea? Uh, the Realm of the Chosen. That, that's Ooh, you. Not, not bad. You know, none of you are chosen. You guys just, you guys are the ones that chose this job. So, right. uh, so I, I, I don't think that really fits. Yeah. And uh, to his yeah. right, we have Ultimatum zero 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 zero. The solution. Wait, the solution? Didn't you have like another name before that? Like, you know. I am everything. So every you're word. you're everything. I am every word and everything. Ultimatum. Everything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't quite feel feel yeah. right there. So ultimatum. Keep trying. Keep trying. With that uh, name there, but uh, what's your idea for a name for our group here? Three hundred and one. No. What? This, no. Wait, this is this is the prices, right? We're no, no, no. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that I'm was sorry. actually good. That was actually good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Ultimatum, but uh, no, this is not the prices, right? This um, is your friendly neighborhood podcast. So I don't get a showcase. Back onto the right show. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds of all ages, welcome back to name. name? So we, you know, got one job under your belt. Morning comes up, and uh, you guys head back down to the bar area, and 
Kayless is there. And she waves you down. Hey, Grok. My boo. Come on. Come on over here. I got something for you guys. What up, girl? So, uh, Castle Hobart showed up early this morning and, uh, he dropped off, uh, the payment for that, uh, job over at the, at the crypt. Uh, turns out it was 50 each. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, congratulations on that. Glad to see you all made it back and, uh, anything I can get you this morning. I would like a a glass of vine, please. Uh, again, I don't have any red vines, but I've got some red wine. That is acceptable. Oh, my head. Uh, Coffee for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's about all I'm giving you. He'll, I'm, he'll I'm, need I'm, a black coffee. Yeah, give him your strongest coffee. He needs to recover from uh, a very wild night. Yeah, I've got this great brew. It's from this uh, far-off country called Ethiopia. It's like <laughs> thick as mud. It's beautiful. It's it, it's real good stuff. Like your spoon will literally stand up in it. Out of game. Do you have any Colombian coffee? No, <laughs> no, that's for wusses. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Kalesa brings around the drinks and brings around a little breakfast for y'all. And what are you guys planning on doing from here? So we we had that picture, and weren't we asking the mayor guy if he knew who the girl was? Yep, and oh, yeah. well, the constable. Yes, the constable, and he was like, "Yeah, no, no clue." We like had that picture, and weren't we gonna like try to talk to the elders or something yeah. to see if they knew who she was? I, 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 so. Yeah, we were trying to get counsel with them or something. I, like I have two rings on me as well. Yeah. Constable Hubbard said that he could fit you in at the end of the week, but that's, that's right. about the earliest that he could do. That's so right. he so he reminded you of the couple quests uh, that he had handed off to you that hadn't been finished yet. And that was uh, some possible banditry down on the Cairn Road to the south uh, that he had asked you guys to kind of look into. And as well as uh, hearing, overhearing uh, Dornan being ta- uh, talking about uh, something that he couldn't translate. So something about uh, treasure. And where's Dornan? He was the fine stoner. That's right. So like, the in-game the commentary, stoner. Lord Ruffin looks at you guys. I vote we go see what these bandits are here. Eldwin tries to get up and then vomits on the floor. Kalesa walks by and drops a couple pots and pans right on the counter right next to you. Oh, why, dear lord? <laughs> it walks off laughing. We should Ugh. take him back upstairs. Do yeah. you not think so? Yeah, and Ruthven, what do you say you and I uh, go walk around town? Maybe we could go see the fine stoner thing. Sure. Uh, Have a little conversation if you are up to it. Yeah, we could we could get some leads while uh, Elderwin, I don't know, maybe pukes anything else that's left in him. We should take Gork. upstairs first. Gork, my, my dear friend. Yes, my friend. Uh, in-game commentary, Elderwin reaches into his shirt and pulls out the two braided silver rings and gives them you know, hands them to Grok, uh, get these appraised, and uh, tell them what, you know, uh, you know what to do. Get them appraised. I'm just kidding. Will do. Will do. Yeah. Lord Ruffin just looks at them a little, like, kind of hurt, like he wouldn't trust me with this. I see, I see that in Ruffin's eyes, and I say, here's one ring. We'll each have one, just in case something happens to us. I don't know. Here you go. Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, All right, so we uh, take Eldwin back up to the room. Give like, him a- commentary while we're dragging him. I like trip and partially drop him in his face at the stairs. Oh, my uh, spills his I, I coffee. Very, very sorry, Eldwin. That that was how you say an accident. Uh, Ruthven, what do you say that you and I go check out the uh, this guy Dornan over at the fine stonery? Sure, and I shall. Does this village have a morgue? Talking. To let's the- uh, let's go ask Kalesa. Yeah, let us let us do that. Out of game, if you want to talk to the DM about information in game, just talk to one of his NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hashtag uh, NPCs are me. <laughs> yeah. And like, as, like, I as we're walking down, I'm like, I do not think Kalesa likes me very much. 
I think that most people are just not accustomed to the undead. Uh, but show them that you have good intentions, and they'll they'll probably like you. But I am half undead, and I ruled an entire kingdom. But people just look at outward appearances, and you kind of look like your flesh is rotting. So I mean, not really. It's it it's just white and gray. Y- yeah, not not the greatest, but uh, just. Ba-dum-bum. <laughs> just show show her uh show her your warm personality question mark yeah what? let's just go talk to Kalesa. sure you do the talking i i <laughs> do not know if she will talk to me without her attitude as you say yeah all right we're gonna go talk to Kalesa. in-game commentary grok is like sweating because conversations with ruffin ruffin are so awkward yeah <laughs> Uh, so hey, Kalesa. What up, boo? Hey, we got some questions. Uh, Ruthman no, would like no, to... No, it's not about love again, is it? Uh, no, I, I am uh, sorry for that. Grok, Grok pulls out his collar. Uh, no! Uh, Ruthman, <laughs> take it away! No, 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 Grok, you got this. All right, uh, Grok smoothly puts one arm on the counter and then slips and hits his head on the side of the counter. <laughs> <laughs> and then he slips and turns and chuckles. Uh, so, and then he, like, does a finger gun. Are there any, uh, morgues here in this, uh, city of yours? Are you, uh, trying to raise the dead or something? Uh, no. Uh, I have no idea. I think it has to do, uh, you know, never mind. Are there any morgues? Um, I mean, the closest, like... Is there any wherever I can drain the blood of a dead body for sustenance? Okay, so that's what I was trying to avoid, but it's out there. So, yeah. Uh, n- no. Out of, out of the game. dead bodies we have go to the graveyard and get buried. Is there still blood in them? I love your characters, JD. I love your characters. Grok is just... I love him. At this point... Grok is freaking awesome. At this point, like, Grok looks at Ruthven. Like, Ruthven is willing to dig up a dead body, and Grok is not okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Kalesa definitely is not either. She's... That's not okay. Like, I don't know. I don't care where you come from. That's not okay. That is evil. (laughs) Yeah, Kalesa just kind of looks at you and is like... Uh, <laughs> that's called desecration. Like I need food. I, I drink blood. Then buy a cow. This is or the point. A goat. This is the point in role-playing games when like the NPCs like start to turn against you and like don't like your responses. Yeah, like no, like right. sorry, I can't help you anymore. Like you can't buy anything from them anymore or anything like that. <laughs> That would right. be bad because we've got a long ways to go. I, out of out of game, it's too bad Eldwin is in there because honestly, he would have bypassed that all and been like, "Dude, is there any? You know, do do you have any places that you don't? You know, have bodies that we can just buy? <laughs> we'll pay you for your body. I don't. I don't <laughs> see a situation where this works out. I just Here don't. Red Larch, we pride ourselves in not having slaves. I mean, come on. We are oh. a slave-free society. We do not sell bodies. No. Oh. Why did we not Good just day, try sir. the Why didn't we just try the butcher? Well, why didn't we just go to the butcher? Like, well, that was all out of game anyway. So I'm in. All right. What is going on? This is all getting away from me. This is going to get drained down to like 10 minutes of usable audio if we don't continue on. So let's, yeah. let's keep going. Okay. So. We're going to the fine stonery. Forget the morgue. Forget the dead bodies. Forget the graveyard. We're, all right. Let's cut for laughter. Are you ready to get some story done? Because we've we've accomplished nothing. Okay, we grab Elduin. We're we're like we're like four times speed right now. We're grabbing Elduin and, like, and we're running to the fine stonery. Okay, I look at him like, are you okay? You 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 are no longer how they say over the hang. Uh, it's called hangover. I, I am sorry. And no, I still have it. Elduin, what are we doing? You said Elduin. Uh, 
You're talking to yourself there, buddy. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Gok, what are we doing? Uh, we're heading over to the Fine Stonery to talk to Dornin. Uh, and then once you get all your stuff together, we're going to go check out those bandits. But for now, let's check out this lead. In-game commentary, Elderman uh, thrusts his hand forward with uh, his forefinger outstretched. Onward! Onward! Right. go, how you say, onward. You guys make your way over to Dornan's shop, and as you make your way down, uh, there's this uh, g- gentleman hanging outside, just kind of chilling on his porch uh, for, for a couple moments. Looks like he's taking a breather. Elderwin, you know, looks at the place, and then kind of takes Grok to the side. Grok, w- what are we here for again? Uh, this guy, Dornan... Uh, apparently needs help translating something or the other. Uh, but I think we should just talk to him and see what he knows. Uh, you uh, take okay, care of it. Am I in this conversation or are you to the side? We're off to the side. Okay, so I'm just sitting here playing with daisies, I guess. <clears throat> Alright, uh, I'm gonna try to have, uh, Ruthven take point with me. Uh, since your brain's a little frog- foggy, groggy, whatever you call it. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, get I'm... it, cause you drink a lot of grog. <laughs> No, no jokes. Big rocky. No jokes. And it'd be funny ooh. if you said grocky. Let's do it. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, me and Ruthven will go talk to him. Uh, you add anything if you need to. If if you need me, I will be off to the side. I'm gonna hang over this edge. To go. All right. So me and Ruthven, I kind of wave at Ruthven to come walk up with me to Dornan. You want me now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go talk to Dornan. Okay, let us do this. So we walk up to Dornan. Uh, hey, Dornan, my name's Grok, and this is my associate, uh, Lord Ruthven. We yeah. have a couple questions for you. Out well, game, out of game commentary, but it'd be hilarious. If, like when he looks at me, he's like, like just jumps from seeing an undead person. No one's done that yet. Well, I gotta tell you, bud, I ain't Dornan. I'm just one of the guys that work here. Dornan's up in the office. Is it okay if we go talk to him? Yeah, why not? I don't. I'm just a worker. I don't care. Thank you. In the background, you hear Eldwin retching. We should have left him at the inn. Yeah, that was bad. Okay. Why did you grab him? Uh, I'm okay. I, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Are you sure you're okay? Oh my goodness. Get him a bucket. Uh, uh let's. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Let's uh, okay. let's head up to the office. Yes, let's. All right. So in the office, it's kind of shrouded in a uh, what you can pretty well guess is a perpetual uh, white gray dust. Uh, and there's multiple samples of different uh, rocks. Some that are uh, left completely whole. Some that have been chopped open so that you can see the geodes inside. And yet other just fine stones that have been carefully crafted and polished and, and shaped into uh, beautiful ornaments. There are some emeralds, some diamonds, you know, just lots of things just scattered all over the office here, just kind of as a show. And uh, the man behind the counter says, uh, give me just a moment. I'm uh, finishing up here. Give me just just a moment, and he finishes writing in a book, and uh, looks up. Uh, the name is Alec Dornan. Uh, what do I owe the pleasure of uh, you two uh, interesting fellows? <laughs> uh, let me feel this one. Yeah, I was I was gonna say you guys. I'm whispering to uh, Ruffin. You guys have uh, some more accents. You should take this one. Uh, Dornan, you, you said it was? Yes, Dornan. Dornan? Yes. Sorry. Ruthven, are you sure you got this? Yes. I am Lord Ruthven Alicardio. Oh, you're, you're the Lord Ruthven. Y- yes. To the, to, oh, I am, I'm from Tetheria as well. Uh, I, yes, I, I found, I, oh my See, I heard lots of good things about you, but honestly, I never voted for you, so I'm sorry. Uh, there is no election. I was. That's what royalty. you think. That's what you think. 
There, there definitely was an election. We just never told you. Anyways, uh, what can I do for you? Um, we heard you have something you need help reading. Some, some kind of transcription? Uh, who told you about that? Uh, out of game. I'll just step up. Uh, my name is Grok. We were tasked by the constable to figure out uh, what was going on with your the writings you have. Thank you, Grok. Uh, that butcher with his loose lips. Ugh. I told him that in confidence. It, I, I'm sorry. We were not trying to impose. We were just trying to help. Anyways, I well, I guess if you know part of it, I might as well divulge. There's this letter that I have and uh, there's there's a mystery to it something about a bloody treasure I, I I can't quite get all of it but there's something in here about a cave out out uh, this way we call it trickle rock Bl- bloody treasure as in treasure with Blood on the tins, murdered for perhaps? Grok, Grok elbows, uh, Ruthven. Put your interests aside, let's just hear what he has to say. Well, I'm trying to understand the term. Well, from, from the basic that I'm able to decipher here, I think it has something to do with, like, somebody stabbing someone in the back and so uh, taking I, their money as their own. So I was close. I think so, yes. But I, I haven't finished the translation. I don't know for sure. But uh, it, it, I'm still working on translating it. It's it's an ancient ancient script. Uh, if if I may ask, where did you find this letter? That is for me to know and you to find out. Fair enough. Just uh, checking regions. Except you won't find out because I, yeah, no, not going anywhere. Question. Uh, what sort of skill set or knowledge would it take for us to help you translate this letter? Well, I've got a theory going on here that it's talking about a treasure that is hidden in the Trickle Rock Cave. If you could... I mean, you're already this far into it. I might as well ask you for your help. If you could bring back anything from that cave to me that would help me decipher this language I think there's other treasure mentioned within this letter that I could go and find okay I I think this is a great idea I we would gladly help you and I guess I can compensate you for the work uh, when, when we find out what uh, is in the treasure I will decide uh, what a good compensation will be for you. Um, um, how does that sound? Algin Conter, what I, I forget, what region were we from? Teferia, you said? Teferia. Teferia. So, um, uh, Ruthven looks at Darnan and says, for me, a, for a fellow Teferian, a modest price for me is fine. I would actually say that we don't need uh, any compensation at all because the constable is going to compensate us. So, uh, the constable con- compensates us for someone else's quest? Well, this is the quest that the constable has given us. So The constable was not to give out this information. Yeah, so I think that we should honor the fact that you were onto this treasure. If you wanted to give us, I don't know, like a tiny bit, that'd be fine. That's but we don't, why I said modest. We don't, really need, we don't really need anything. Well, like I said, we will have to see what is in the treasure first it could just be a bunch of notes or something it could not even be valuable we do not know yeah exactly it could be information it could be gold i don't know but this bloody treasure it sounds very enticing how you would say we would love to help you it sounds very interesting grok puts out his claw hand uh it's been a pleasure doing business with you uh we'll get right on that and then lord ruffin reaches out his hand and like you grab it and it's cold and lifeless. How do you know he grabs it? I okay, I reach out my hand. <laughs> Whether you grab it or not is up to you. So he reaches out and he's like, I've always wanted to touch the famous undead hand. And so he reaches out and he, he's like, oh, 
it's not quite as cold and dead as I thought it would be. You literally just ruined my whole idea there, but okay. <laughs> so he hands you a map of the area with uh, a couple different plots of where he thinks that uh, this cave would be. And uh, from the looks of it, it's just south of where the uh, quote-unquote haunted tomb was. So... So, Grokin, Ruthfin, take the map and then wish him adieu and go grab Eldwin and fill him in. Grok, have fun. Honestly, Wait, sorry, what, are, what What am I having fun with? You're filling in Eldwin on what happened since he was out there belch, er, retching. Uh, let's just do a cutscene and I fill him in with everything. So, um, he just, you know, through the magic of podcasting, poof, you know all oh. that that just happened. A, a cleric is walking by. He sees that you're feeling crappy, and he lays hands on you, and poof, you feel better. Yay! Nice. Magic. <clears throat> Magic. I'm done dealing with that. Okay. Let's, uh... uh I, I look at the boys. Uh, do you guys feel like you're ready to go on an adventure? We have some leads, and looks like we have a good uh, place to go. I think it should be how you say fun, as you have described it to me before. In-game commentary... Alduin is brushing off any kind of, you know, barf, you know, whatever. Uh, you know. Lord Ruthin just hands him a handkerchief to wipe himself off with. Uh, Alduin grabs it and quickly says, thank you, my good sir, thank you. And uh, blots his face, uh, kind of his clothes, and then hands it back. And Ruthin looks at him, you may keep it. Are you sure? It has your barf on it. Elduin smiles. Oh, come on. I'm kidding. So, uh, yes. Uh, yes, now that we know about all of that, let's go. All right, so you guys head on out. And, uh, you know, something we haven't done. Let's see if we got any wilderness encounters. Meh. You guys are all right. So the day... Yay. Wait, wait. Serious question. Do we see the orange tabby cat? <laughs> wait, what? Actually, surprisingly enough, you don't just Kay. yet. The orange tabby farm cat does not make an appearance. Okay, so guys, I have like a big theory about this, but I don't know that Ruffin saw the cat again. No, this is big. This is big. In so... So I think that there's something with this cat because it's been seen multiple times. And this is super out of game. I, this is just I, like commentary. I do not even remember this. Or what one time? I, 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 you remember you rolled a survival check and you got it. You got it, the goat. And then you know, um, you saw a tabby cat. So we, so we heard about the cat in the first time that the DM described like the town, and then we saw the cat again. I, I think a second time. Mm -hmm. And then on the way back, after you got the goat uh, ultimatum, you saw the tabby cat again. This cat keeps popping up, yeah. and I think it's like I think there's something about it. So, but like Grok doesn't know that you saw it. So like, I don't know. This is a tough like catch twenty two because would our characters intuit this? Because like, what if Ruthven's character wouldn't intuit that this cat keeps popping up? I don't know. I mean, you guys are just gonna have to. You know, keep listening and find out. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So you guys head on out. And, uh, you know, since there's a couple different spots marked on the map here, uh, I'm going to need an investigation or not a uh, survival check from all three of you to kind of decipher exactly where this is. Nine. I'm going to mod 10. 19 mod. All right. So you guys are uh, just kind of walking around and. Uh, you take a little bit of a wrong turn off of the map, uh, but Ruffin, he's like, no, guys, uh, the map says it's over here, and corrects your path, and so you guys head on uh, the right direction. Out of game. Thanks, Ruffin. And uh, it seems the map was actually written incorrectly. The compass was wrong a little bit, and so that's what kind of caused it. And this is not south off the path, but east off the path. So you head east and you find uh, a little ravine that has an exposed rock face split by a vertical crevice. 
It's about three feet wide, about 15 feet high. And My there, goodness. there's water that trickles from the opening and spills into a nearby bog. Which is where it gets its name, right? And in the mud around the crevice are many overlapping boot prints, suggesting that multiple people have come here. They hid into the crevice, but not all of them come out. Eldwin readies his bow and um, notches as an arrow. Are there way too many tracks to get an idea of how many people have been coming in and out? Like, even the, like a guesstimate? Like, there are about half as many coming out as went in. Okay. And in game commentary, uh, just to be safe, Ruffin grabs his rapier, but doesn't fully pull it out, just has his hand like on it, partially out, ready to slash if need be. Grok's got his trident and his shield out. So what are you guys doing with that? Uh, who's the stealthiest? Do you want to try to stealth it again? Uh, let me try, because I usually did well with that. Stealth is plus four for me. But should we all try a stealth? I mean, um, if you guys want to try stealth, then you guys can all roll stealth. Yeah, mine's plus six. So My stealth is pretty bad, so I think I'm going to do that thing where I hang back again. 20 mod. 10 mod. And Grok is standing back. All right, so Lord Ruthven, you walk in, and it seems fairly clear. Like there, there's probably a bat or two in here, but nothing to be too worried about from what you can see. Can I like call one of the bats and just like try to soothe him since I'm part vampire? No. Uh, Wait, you it, wanted to do what? I just want to like pet a bat. I'm part vampire. Like. You don't see any specific bats, but you've seen signs of them. Dang it. So, like, you, they may be here. They may not be just yet. So. Fair enough. So we're good? Yep. Okay. And I just I look at you guys. I, I'm i right behind you, bro. Okay. Well, I look at you and tell you to quietly tell Grok to come on in. And Elduin kind of leans out and say, Psst, Grok, come here. All right, so Grok's going to, like, kind of half crouch and walk in. And I'm just following the other boys. All right, so you walk in, and this crevice leads about 20 feet into the hillside before it opens up into a magnificent cavern. There are many, many trickles of water that are combining into a pleasant sound, and the walls glisten with the moisture. There are stalagmites dotting the floor and stalactites hanging from the ceiling creating a just majestic view and somehow there's plenty of light in here to give you a full view of the cavern and as you come in i'm gonna need initiative rolls as four bat-like ish creatures come flying at you ready to eat your faces 16 i I'm not sure if my dice hate me or whatnot, but... Uh, Do you want to trade for the day? No. Uh, uh, four. Mod. And a four as well. All right. Between the two of you, pick who wants to go first. Uh, uh, rock, 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 paper, scissors? Or? Elder one, you got it. Okay. Can you imagine playing D&D before technology? <laughs> that would be torture. Uh, they did back in the, the 80s. Yeah, can you imagine that? Dude, no. It's like, dude, it's like doing it with my, with, like the way I did it up until I got my iPad. So. All right. So these bat-like creatures come flying out and they look ready to just demolish. But Lord Ruffin, you got a little bit of a jump on them. What are you going to do? So my persuasion is terrible, so I'm not going to persuade them not to attack us, even though I'm, you know, vampire. Uh, is it an action to pull out my crossbow and put my rapier away? Is that a full move action? You can do that as part of your move. Okay, so, um, so uh, like how close is the closest bat to me? Or bat-like creature? They are starting to kind of swarm around you guys a little bit, so they're within reach. I'm going to take my light crossbow and try to shoot one straight through the eye. Alright, go ahead and attempt. Give me a attack roll. 26, 20 nat plus 6. So a critical hit that, in other words, 
And that is going to hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. 2 plus 5 is 7, plus the 4 is 11. Nicely done, roughly. So you pop and lock your bow. <laughs> well, I should say you lock, then pop your bow. But and as it flies through the air, it looks like it's going to miss. But the bat flies right into the trajectory. You pierce it. It doesn't go through the eye, but it goes straight through the heart as this creature goes and drops to the floor. Nice. Okay. Like pull it out of his eyeball and have his eyeball be attached to it. That's what I was going for. Yeah, no, went through the heart. Sorry, man. Nice shot. All right, that brings us up to these creatures, and they are not very happy. So two of them are going to attack Lord Ruffin, and one is going to go towards the crazy creature that it can see, Grok. That's fair. Every time I, I, like, think of Grok's character, I imagine the hunchback from, like, 300. They are too close for my longbow, correct? They would be in this situation, yes. Okay. They're like they're like a bomb. Am I the only one that thinks that his character looks like the Hunchback from 300, or am I crazy? Who? Uh, can we take a second? So, listeners and players alike, uh, my character, we haven't talked about this for a while, my character has a face of an elf with a little bit of hair of an elf, but then, like, body is a turtle, hands are elven, feet are elven, Claws of a turtle. I, I imagine so an abomination. It's, it's, like an, the, it's an abomination. Yeah, it, like, it is like the hunchback. Okay. Yeah. So listeners, so you can like get this like image going. It's gross. He's he's a scary dude, but right. he's got he's got an attractive face. He he's beautiful on the inside. That's what matters. Yeah. Oh. So uh, these these sturges, uh creatures. Um, hashtag I definitely didn't say what they were called. Uh, <laughs> come up and. The lowest I rolled was a 16, and that was to hit Ruffin. Misses. That misses. Okay, next highest was an 19 to hit Ruffin. That hits. All right, and then a 22 to hit Grok. You got me. All right. Did he sink your battleship? (laughs) Not quite. Okay. All right, so... This creature comes down, lands on you, Ruffin, sticks its little beak-like thing into your skin, and starts sucking what little blood you have for five damage. Ouch. Your little blood. And same thing, Grok. This one comes down, bites onto you. You've got more plentiful blood, but it still only does five damage. All right, so that's going to take care of these guys. Up next, we've got... Dark gear. So, I unready. Would this be an action if I unreadied my bow or put it away? That'll be part of your move. Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move towards. Are are those bats still on? These peeps. Uh, there is one on Ruffin, one on Grok. And then one that wasn't able to connect with Ruffin, so he's kind of flittering around him. Are they latched on? Yes. Okay. How big are these things, by the way? These are categorized as small, tiny-ish creatures. Is it possible to persuade one to be my pet? I don't know. You'll have to find out. Okay, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a swing at the one that missed um I'm gonna take a swing at the one that missed Ruffin alright go for it I should have pulled it off do you hate me? does does my dice hate me? or something? probably you might need a new set What'd you get? It did this last time. Okay, so for attack, it probably won't do much. Mod 10. All right, so just kind of like batter, batter, batter at the plate. It's a swing and a miss. Yeah, I mean, what? All right, so JD, we are going to come on around to you. Grok, what you doing? Uh, so there, one is like on my neck. Yep. If I try to stab it with my trident, is that dangerous to me? Uh... 
I will have you roll with disadvantage because it's going to be a very difficult shot. Even if I, like, swing at it? Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a very Kay. difficult shot. Okay. So, how about this? What if I two-handed try to rip it off of my neck? That will be a strength check. So, I could do that, though, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to strength. Get, uh, get this thing off me. All right. Go for it. Oh, man. That's not looking good. That's a three. Three on the die. Yep. Three total? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So you go, you grab the sturge, but it's <laughs> kind of like just, you know, grabbing somebody's hair and just hanging on. It, it's annoying, but that's about it. You're yeah. not able to pull this guy off. Um, oh, I just realized I could have attacked the one on Ruffin. Okay. Yeah, thanks for that. Bonus action. Can I sacred flame at the one on Ruffin? Out of game. Don't do that. I have an idea. But if I take the one off you, you can get the one off me. I want to persuade one to be my pet. There's a third one. Okay, yeah. Then I don't want to die. Okay, then yeah, let's do this. But like, okay, so I kill the one on you, you kill the one on me. What if he kills the floating one? I don't get a pet. Talk to talk to Elderwin. I don't want to die. I know. Yeah, he doesn't want to die. If you want no, I'm saying I'll kill the one on him, but don't kill the one on me because I want a pet. So you would rather I just let suck your blood and kill you? I don't really have blood. But well, you know, kill it. it. I got, I've got an idea. Just kill it. Okay. I've got an idea. Okay. All right. Can't. Uh, is this gonna be hard if I cast Sacred Flame? Uh, Wait, will that damage me? I, I am yeah. undead technically. Yeah. So Sacred Flame only targets one creature. Right. So if I target the bat, should I be good? Is that what you're doing? Yes. It didn't really answer the question. Um. So you release your sacred flame, and it burns to a crisp. The bat? Yeah. And I'm still alive. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're still. You're perfectly fine. Wait, oh wait. Touched. Are we are we dealing with a, a one hit point situation here? Uh, no. Uh, this creature rolled a crit fail. Uh, so you do what I did. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ruffin. Now please try to save me. All right. And is it- I'm sorry. I knew I should have. You know, pulled it off of you. I'm so sorry. That's no, okay. Then All right. Ruffin well. looks at Eldwin. Do not kill that last one. I want a pet. In game, uh, Eldwin kind of looks confuzzled. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Thank you. All right. So what you doing, Ruffin? I'm going to kill the bat that's on JD real quick. That's All right, Grok. go for it. I don't have a bat on me, but Grok does. Grok, what? Whatever. <laughs> okay, I, I even corrected myself, so. All you right. know, my character Roll was... Roll for it. My right, character so was wrong, but, you know, I wasn't. Please don't shoot me. Eight plus... Six. Fourteen. All right, as you fire... It looks like it's about to hit Grok. It goes right past his head and just past the head of this creature hanging off of him as well. I missed the, the, the bat has a, what? Yeah, you just barely miss him. Are you gonna take a move action? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stay where I am actually. All right. So that brings us back around to these guys, and so the one on you, Grok, is just going to go ahead and continue as, you know, special ability blood drain here. It gets to just go ahead and keep going, uh, and that's going to be maximum drain here of six. Ouch. I'm unconscious. Are you serious? We all have 11. Yeah, we're 11. Or we're level 11. 1. All right, so, Grok, this guy, this creature, as it's doing that, it drains the last little bit that it can out of you, uh, and you just drop. No, no, no. And as you fall, it releases itself and starts fluttering around you. The other creature, though, that uh, is over near our dear friend Ruffin, 16. Misses. Alright, so it goes in for another chomp, but for some reason it just can't connect. For whatever reason. But that does bring us around to you. 
All right. Here. And so, I'm very conflicted here. Uh, Lethin looks at Eldwin. Kill Zivan on Grok. All right. So I'm gonna take it. You know, because my sword is out. I'm gonna take a swing at the one over Grok. All right. Too hard. You might hit Give it a head. shot. Nat 20, baby! Finally! Alright, I think I can allow that to hit. Go ahead and give me some damage. Alright, the damage is 1d6 plus 2 for the lifter, uh, listeners out of there. Not lifters, so listeners. Two, then. But if you are a listener and you are a lifter at the same time, we're not trying to diss you there. Yeah, so uh, my d6 was 4. Plus two for those people who are doing math. Six. You roll twice. Though. I thought it was seven. You roll twice. Go ahead and roll the second part of your crit damage. Come on, man. It's one. So, so seven right. is the total. Oh, man. I'm he called guys. it. I knew it. The I DM called it. All hail the DM. Sure. All right, so you go, you swing, and you cut this little bloodsucker in half. All right, so, Grok, this brings us around to you. I don't know, have we explained the death roll system yet? I think we should explain it yeah, one more I time. We'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it one more time, because I think, I think we mentioned it previously when I dropped both of you guys, but let's, let's talk about it again. So when you are down on death's door, you are at zero hit points. You're bleeding out, and you must roll a d20 in order to try to stabilize yourself. You get a number of death throws. Three successes brings you back to zero hit points, and you're stabilized. Three death fails means you're dead. So 10 and above is a success, no con mod added. Nine and below is a fail. So, Grok... Child of the Divine, <laughs> give me a death saving throw. That's a nat 20. Nice. Okay, boys. So that means you shoot your eyes wide back open. You have one hit point and you're conscious. Yes. I, I stand back up, thunder at my fingertips. Where's the bat? <laughs> and Rathan looks at him. No, do not kill him. I got you. So that's my whole turn, right? Yep, that is your entire turn. Okay. All right, ultimatum. Lord Ruffin, we are back around to you. What are you trying to do with this creepy I creature? Want, I want to persuade him to be my pet. I'm a little worried because my persuasion modifier is one, so I'm worried. All right. Um, <sighs> Isn't that an animal handling check or something? I'm persuading it first to stop attacking and talk. All right. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Go ahead and give me a uh, persuasion check. Nat twenty. It's official. I'm gonna have to ban the weighted twenties. Uh, Darn it! I know. I'm even gonna take my weighted twenty out of the deck here too. So. Uh, <laughs> Do I just like yeah. get him as a pet now since I got a nat twenty, please? So oh, it's up you to are able to take him from what would be considered um, violent all the way down to friendly. Like he's willing to work with you, kind of deal. Like and listen to what you have to say. You're still gonna have to roll me an animal handling check. Gotcha. Come on, come on, big money, big money. Uh, nineteen plus two is twenty-one. All right. So you're sitting there and you're like. Well, actually, tell me, how how do you how, what do you say to this guy? So Lord Ruffin looks at him. Hello, my friend. I am Lord Ruffin Alicardio, a dampier, a daywalker. I have the blood of a vampire from my father's side, and from my mother's side, am a lowly human. But I feel like we could be friends. Like we could work together. Vampire and bats. We are of the same kin, essentially. I'm not a bat. You look like one, and I, I would very much like to have you as a friend. 
Well, if you want me to be your friend, you gotta call me by what I am. What is the term I am looking for? Uh, you can call me a Sturge. Okay, a Sturge. Would yeah. you like to join me? I mean... Do I get to suck blood? Yes, we both do. Uh, can I get dwarf blood? If we come across an enemy one, fine. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, what is your official name so I may call you by that? Uh, I, don't, I don't have one. I'll have to think of that. How, how, I, I have an idea. If you do not like it, we can w work on it. Okay, I probably won't. Ved. Uh, I was thinking like Sturgely. I like that too. It is a very yeah. fine name, Sturgely. I like I like Sturgely. It sounds like it sounds like a butler, but I'm not a butler. It is a very fine name, Sturgely. Welcome to our group. Alicardio, you've got a pet. Yes. Uh. Where do I write that on this so I remember his name? Just pick a spot and write it down. Gotcha. What's a healing potion again? What's the dice you roll? 2d4 uh, plus 2, right? 2d4 plus 2. And I was thinking, because of the deadly nature of this campaign, your basic healing potion, if you're using it out of combat, you'll gain the full 10 HP. However... So, so 10 HP, like, as you drink it? Yes. Just boom. Because you're taking the time to make sure you gain all of it. You're ta you're sipping on it, getting the full. Whereas in combat, you're just trying to drain it. And so you're... That's fair. In combat, you'll have to roll the 2d4 plus 2. Okay. But out of combat, you can take the full 10. Thank you, DM. All right. So I need everybody to roll me a perception or investigation whichever you choose I'll do investigation in this cave that's a mod 29 nice mine is a mod 16 mod 22 wait a 29 boys I got plus 11 to investigation <laughs> nice I like grok is like he's in like he's an investigator all right, ladies and gentlemen, between this episode and next, I'm going to double-check his map there and make sure that he's <laughs> right. Because that sounds for a donk-a-donk. Oh, hold Especially up. Especially for oh, one. Oh, my bad. That was for insight. Never mind. Ah, uh, we, we, we... Mod 23. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you saw... I thought it was going to be, like, something like dang, 13 or ask, something, but it's still, like... Ask me for insight, and I got you with a plus 11 right there. Gotcha. But, uh, all right, all right. By the I'll way, make perception. sure that Grok never gets an inside check. Don't note do to, this to me. Self, <laughs> note to self. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys are looking around, and Grok, you just realized there is a total lack of anything that could be considered treasure in here. Okay. There's there's no more notes. There's no more writing. There's nothing. There's not even a chest. There's no. There's not even a scrap of gold. Does Wait, it, is this the only room, like, in the cave? There's nowhere else to go? Does yeah, it's just a solo this? room. Does anyone else realize this? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that he just kind of passes along the information to you. Okay. There's, there's nowhere we can, like, dig or look. There's nothing? And there's absolutely nothing. You, you figure that, you know, if something were placed here even up to 50 years ago, that it would still be above the ground, that it wouldn't be hidden. Do, do you guys, uh... We're kind of at a dead end. There's nothing here? This is weird. This is like the the first room. This, this was a waste of time, but I, I got a pet, so it wasn't so bad. I was just gonna say, you call me a waste of time? No, you are awesome. The adventure was the waste of time. Oh, okay. Uh, there's nothing here. Ruffin, uh, do you think Sturgely? I, be I believe that's what you... I, Sturgely, uh, yes. Yes, Sturgely. And um, <clears throat> do you think he would have any information? I, I could ask him if you would like. I'll go for it. Uh, Sturgely, a, a question for you. Oh, yeah, what? 
Um, was there anything, any sort of treasure or note or something here, anything that wouldn't normally be in a cave? Um, I mean, there were some bugs. I ate them, though. So, nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, I've only been here for a little bit, like maybe three moons. Fair enough, thank you. And Ruffin, do they understand Sturgley, or is that just like a telepathic thing between Ruffin and Sturgley? Ah, uh, let's... I want to we're, do like a telepathic thing. Do you have you know, telepathic powers? Uh, I mean, uh, this It's going to be more like... You just kind of understand what's going on there. Like it's not telepathic. Like so, it's just like clicks. Yeah, he's speaking in little clicks and, and mumble and, and, and things. It's like, and and me and Eldwin are like, what is going on? Yeah, but Ruffin, you just understand what all those clicks and things are are, are kind of meaning. Gotcha. So in Elvish, El- Eldwin looks over at Croc, confused. What do you think he's saying? Uh, I have no idea. Hey, Ruthven, uh, what's he what's he talking about? He said that he has only been here for a short time, but as far as he knows, there is nothing here. Great. So either we've been lied to and taken away from our quarry, or we've been set up. I think yes. third option. I think that Dornan didn't translate the letter very, very well. That is let's, very possible. Let's go help him try to translate it. I think that this maybe, maybe the letter was trying to say that the treasure has been stolen from here, and is actually somewhere else. Could be. Yes, and I I like how you're thinking, Grok. So, but in in the event that this is a trap, everybody ready? Because honestly. I don't know what could be waiting for us. That's fair. That's really fair. All right, I got. I have my uh, shield and trident ready. I grabbed the crossbow. Can I? Can Sturgley ready himself for combat? Can he do combat after I make him a pet? Uh, yeah, he'll he'll be able to do that. And I'll I'll roll I'll roll stuff for him. Aww. Okay, so uh, Elduin readies his blade, his short sword. Should uh, be coming in any combat this this episode. I'll do it. But so you guys are all ready. Uh, Ruthven, okay. Ruthven, go ahead and lead the way out of the cave. All right. Do I have to be stealthy again or no? No. You you just kind of take your time and are you know watching yourself, and nothing else happens. You know the you know quick two minutes that it takes to even you know go super slow. And uh, once you guys get out, I'm gonna need another survival check from everybody. Eleven, 15 mod. 13 mod. 7 mod. Alright, so you guys are kind of walking around and uh, you see on the map one of the uh, second locations that could have been. You realize it's uh, pretty close to where you're at. You know, maybe even just a quarter of a day's journey you'd have enough time to get there and still get back into Red Larch. Wait, so what you're, you're saying we might have chosen the wrong, wrong location? Yeah, because there were three different locations marked on the map. Oh. You guys made it to one of them. Okay. So, uh, we all noticed this, right? Yes, yes. So, Lord Ruffin looks to you. I vote we go to the next closest cave and check that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to kill are something. Are you okay with this? Yeah. Sure. Why is Sturgley's opinion more important than the party's opinion? It, it is. It is e- you shouldn't have been able to hear that because he's talking. Wait, so does he talk in clicks or with his he, voice? I talk in clicks when I talk to Sturgley. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't clear on that. Um, so but You can uh, always ask me what Sturgley said. I can translate for you guys. So what are you guys doing with the information on the map? Uh, can we go to the next closest mark that where there's a place? That is what I just said. All right, so you guys head there, and it takes you a little bit longer than you guys thought on the map. Uh, just, you know, with the different hills and whatnot, took just a little bit extra. But uh, you arrive there, and you see a weathered human skull, the jaws sagging, and is pinned to the trunk of a tree with a big black arrow that is protruding out of one of the skull's 
eye sockets. Uh, who's got the out of game? Who's got the highest investigation? Plus four. I believe mine is plus plus one. Plus two. So yeah, you've got the highest. So okay, how am I gonna handle this in game? Ah, gotcha. Okay, uh, with in-game commentary with Elduin having his blade already out, um, uh, he turns around, puts his hand on Grok's shoulder, and says, uh, check out, you know, he kind of whispers into his ears, uh, check out, hey, uh, Grok, check out that arrow and we'll cover you. Sounds good. All right, investigation check. Go for it. Uh, that'll be a 14. All right, so you go up and tell me, how are you investigating this? Okay, so the arrow, does it look like a not typical arrow? It looks like a large black arrow, but everything outside of that is very typical. Okay, so I'm going to check out the arrow, like specifically the arrow, uh, if it moves, if it's like maybe poisoned or cursed. I want to learn more about the arrow specifically. All right, so you go up and you just look at it and it, nothing seems to come out, uh, you know, anything odd there, but there is something wrapped on it. Cloth? It looks like a parchment of sorts. Okay. I'm going to grab the parchment. All right. So you go and you grab the parchment. You pull it off the arrow. And you read, written in common. The last laugh. You'll be next. Valklandar. And we'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us again one more time in the sauna. It's been a pleasure having you guys. Whew. What's going on with that black arrow, that parchment? We'll have to find out next time. I'm keep- so curious. So remember, tune in next week here at Name Pending. Again, send us ideas of names for us to use on the Twitters. Uh, we'll post it up on the Discord as well, but please use the Twitters more so. That's probably where we're going to get a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, you know what? Let's let's go ahead. Let's do make this a contest. Uh, we'll give it we'll give it a couple months, and uh, let's see who can come up with one of the most creative names. And uh, even if we don't use it, we'll pick the most creative name. Uh, and let's let's say get them a set of dice envy dice. How's that sound, everybody? That actually Absolutely. sounds pretty cool. Can yes. I enter into it? Oh, wait. Uh, no, nope. Sorry. Cast members, you're not allowed to join into this competition. I am sorry, guys, because, you know, that's just unfair. You know, that, that'll that make, if, if we pick you, that'll make it look like we picked you guys. Just, just let us join, but don't pick us. Just yeah. let us join for fun of it. I mean, you guys can always, you know, give ideas, but just not with the contest one. So here's what we're going to do. Go ahead and use the hashtag NPNameContest. Add that into your Twitter post, and we will uh, will consider that as your submission into this contest. We're going to be asking for names outside of this if we don't pick one, but go ahead and use that. So, that being said, I want to give a thanks to DiceEnvy.com for letting us use one of their dice as part of our logo. And uh, so, go ahead, check them out, and see what see what they have to offer there. Uh, I was using one of their. Uh, new dice uh, that I got this last month that with the current subscription just came in it was only like 200 of them were made for their 200th subscriber uh, edition it's absolutely beautiful and it's uh, kind of like a uh, 
I don't know. I, I would say kind of like a dwarven thing. You know, sorry, David, if that's not what you're going for. But they have their logo as the 20 there. And it also came with a couple like uh, like the steampunk kind of feel D6s. They're beautiful, guys. Also, tabletopaudio.com for letting us use music in the background here that you guys are going to be able to hear. And a thank you to my younger brother, Steven, for coming up with our actual logo design. Really appreciate that. You're rocking it. Please, please, please give him shout-outs on Twitter. He doesn't have a Twitter, so just shout it out and use use the name pending. Uh, use our uh, little deal there, and I will make sure that he sees them. That being said, I need a roll for our ending here to see how we did. Oh, crit fail. Yep, that's another crit fail on the ending. Well, we'll just see you next week, guys. DM, I learned your biggest secret. Ultimatum is actually the final boss. He he, <laughs> he is everything. Yep, he's everything. He's all powerful. And I'm everywhere. The cat's out of the bag. All we're, right, we're guys. Gonna, we're well, gonna have to kill him. We were hoping for a thousand episodes, but uh, you know, JD Colo here. He already found out the <laughs> ultimate final boss. So um, I guess that's it. And you guys know how well he, you know, how well Ultimatum is done. So I mean, I like know every skill they're, they're and gonna die. ability in the game. Yeah, they're gonna die. They're never gonna win. So I guess that's it. Thanks for having, thanks for having us. And uh, just remember uh, to uh, you know spay and neuter your cats or something like that. Isn't right. that what uh, Preston yeah. Red said? That's all, folks. Yeah, we'll 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 get them next campaign. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, let's get let's get back to business. Here. Cut. Okay, so I want to make one last comment before I, we go into this. We were talking about this earlier. JD is wearing, was wearing a dark blue shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? I'm the only one that wasn't wearing a dark blue shirt today. No He's not way. in cargo shorts. No he's way. He's not in cargo shorts, though. So we're not, we're twins. We're not triplets. No, he's our cousin. <laughs> yes, we would right. call him our cousin. So, That's ladies awesome. and gentlemen, before the start of this episode, we were sitting here and just shooting the breeze. And our two, three out of the four of us have been wearing essentially the same outfit today. None of us planned it. It's just absolutely hilarious. Uh, oh, my goodness. It. That's just something you just can't plan. Anyways, on we go.